Well, Josh, I don't know about you, but what a great conversation we had with Chi. And uh, honestly, I am blown away, not just in the, the mental capacity, but in my spiritual condition as well. I feel so challenged in a good way to ask myself, how am I living my life as a disciple of Christ? And am I capitalizing on the daily opportunity to show Christ in my decision making and, and lifestyle? But um, what a what a conversation, hey? Yeah, it reminds me of the first time I, I spoke with him. Um, we didn't dive into any of the dating stuff or anything. That was kind of new for us. That was cool. But what I always loved about him was like, uh, some people you speak to and you realize like they, they get it, you know? They they have the ability to hold multiple thoughts um, at one time and wrestle with them and they're not afraid to wrestle with them because they realize that's like where the, the magic is. And I think we saw that firsthand. Um you know, his ability to, to articulate where it came from dating, where it came from uh, how to do ministry, the whole of life discipleship, which we didn't even jump into. I didn't have a chance to ask him about what it means to have a whole of life discipleship. Hopefully next time when he comes on, we'll be able to. But uh, there was a lot of great points. I think, um, yeah, it's hard to know which one to go into first, you know? Yes, it is. The dating one, I love it. It's so relevant. And uh, like I've been at least like, five relationships and I know every time going into the new realm or once again dating a uh, new person is a is a huge challenge and upslope and I just love it that you know in the start of the conversation we get real with the the pains and struggles of Christian dating even for Chi uh, he lost his wife within a day due to brain hemorrhage and that yeah. is unexpected and to jump back into the dating game as a widower with two kids it is so i mean we can imagine how much more difficult it is for him so i love that um there's great advice with the ethics what we should do we shouldn't just be laid back and reactive we should take the responsibility to be proactive and mm. in, in just knowing more people allowing god to work through the the conversations and creating sparks as well but we have to be involved not just depending on God alone, but we we participate in that proactive process to to find our life partner. But that's that's one of the takeaways I have. Yeah. But you know, one one of my biggest takeaways is actually what you said. To be honest, Jeremiah. Um, when, <laughs> you know, because I was posing the question of, you know, coming from say a biblical background, and it, maybe if you're very strong in faith, you know, you can be in say a, the workplace or in business and trust that it's not about winning all the time, but sometimes there's a bigger picture at play that you're unaware of. Um, and that sometimes, you know, if you're not, say, strong in your faith, that that may be a hard thing to accept or surrender to. And I love what you said about it in regards to, you know, helping those in business to realize have the abundance mindset and the mindset of asset allocation, um, that we don't have a resource pro problem we have an asset allocation problem. And even though I don't, even though I think that it, it can be difficult to have, make people fully buy into that belief because maybe they're like Thanos and they're like, we don't have enough, we gotta snap them away. Um, that, that argument, I think it's a very important one. And I loved mm -hmm. how you brought it up. I think it's something that people really need to be aware of and something that I think people need to really argue and contend with to say, hey, there's enough to go around. We just need to be willing to allocate it properly. 
Yes, amen. And even diving into a different question, but kind of similarity as well. We are coming to seven or even towards eight billion of people in coming years. And I mean, you mentioned it at the start of the conversation, you're getting back into dating as well, right? <laughs> so, so what are something that you learned and you find that, oh, wow, I think I would try this out. I would uh, apply this in your current journey um, of getting back into dating game. Um, I feel like what I'm about to say is something that can be maybe taken negatively and might be seen the wrong way, but I hope that they people understand what I'm trying to say. Being on there, I realized that uh, there is value in learning how to present yourself in a way that you can be found and people will give you a, a chance. Um, <laughs> it, I think when you're on the when you're on dating apps, you, you tend to find that uh, some people are like super superficial and it's completely all looks. And mm. a lot of it is driven by that, unfortunately. But there's also people who are actually looking for substance on there. And yeah. sometimes people who are of substance can neglect the superficial part, thinking that, okay, someone's going to just like love me for me and this, this and that. And like, that's great. And you can find that. But you can also make it easy for someone to find you by trying to bring the best of both worlds, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I think for me, me kind of initially coming in with maybe that the second mindset of, okay, I'm just going to be myself and, you know, the right person's going to pop up. And then you realize, no, you're going to be, you're going to be trying to swipe for a long time. You're not going to get no matches. So um, trying to put more effort into saying, how can I show substance and appeal um, so to high to increase the chances of, you know, more opportunities coming my way kind of thing. That's what I learned through dating apps. Yes, and I want to echo what she shared as well. Even during dating, he said about how to apply discipleship in the process. That being said, just just be um, showing Christ in the way you speak, the way you approach a person, that you serve the person that you're dating as well. And the question is not if the person can serve me or can love me for the way I am. But then the reversal is, can I serve the person? Can mm. I be of value to the person that we can be in a long-term relationship? No. Um, and, and just allow God to use us as a couple, for example. And I thought that is what a great mindset shift because in today's world, we are trying to, even with like online dating app, I would uh, suggest based on observations, we are looking at what we want no, I want this and that, I want this and that. But he really brought, brought out a great point is what can I give? What can I serve? What can I add value to when I met when I meet this person whom I think might be a good match to me? Mm, yeah, no, that's, I completely agree with you. Yeah, like even I find myself that that was actually challenging for me, like to remind myself um, in you going in are you going in to serve, you know, not just to receive, but to serve. Um, I'm someone who I believe in service first, but I also believe that in also being served. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in giving and receiving. So 
with that being said, I find that there's many ways to serve someone, even in how you present yourself in being appealing per se. I think there is service in that in letting someone know um, potential relationship with me. I will be able to meet multiple areas of your life, whether it is mentally, emotionally, physically, I'll be able to perform in all those areas. And I, 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 I just think that sometimes we think of service as something that is always, uh, what's the word? Ah, that it's, we, we look at service like if you're not serving them in like, say, I don't know, teaching them about God or uh, giving to them in just mentally or emotionally, that that's all service is. But even serving someone physically is service as well. Now, obviously, you want to do it in the lines of marriage and do it in a, 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 in a, in a pure way. But even your, your own body is a way of serving someone as well. So I True. think that uh, we there's, there's two things I'm coming down to. One is in serving, we can serve people mentally, emotionally, and physically. So we're actually hitting that triune. Amen. And um, I forgot the second thing I was going to say, actually. Um, but... Oh, now I really want to remember what was it. I can't remember what that second thing I was going to say now. But yeah, I think service needs to be at, at our forefront. Um, but also, I also still believe that there is an element of, you know, it's it's okay to receive as well. It's okay to, to say that it's just not all giving and no receiving. Like there is an element of you receiving back as well in what you're doing. So, Yes, it can be simultaneous. It's not either or. Mm. Sometimes receiving comes through giving. The more we give, we can receive more. The more we receive. Mm, and exactly. um, it's not vice on it's, it's not uh, mutually exclusive. And one last thing I will share as well um, as part of closing is the the fact that I love what he's shared about our calling. Not everyone is called to be a pastor, but we are called, you know, to imitate Christ, to be good steward, good stewards of His grace, and to serve others based on one Peter four ten. So we have the high calling of um, you know, living out our daily life, vocation that God has given us, the gifts that he has bestowed upon us. Mm. And just that um, ability to do our best. I think when I think about that, it reminds me of in Exodus where there's mention of the arts cross craftsman that is um, Basilio. Um, yeah. He is a really good craftsman, but he's not a leader. He is not a pastor whatsoever. But God commanded that he is a godly man using his gift to serve. And that, I think, is a great example that in every vocation we have, it is a calling from God to serve and to, to, to show Christ at best in how we say what we say and what we do in the daily, daily life. Yeah, 100%. I think there's so many things that we pulled out from that uh, that hour. It felt too short as well. Hopefully next time we can have a longer one. And um, yeah, hopefully it won't be too long till we see Chi back on the podcast. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for listening in to this um, bonus takeaway. I hope you had a great learning from the session. And I wish you all the best in living your life to the fullest. We are the 100x dudes. Go ahead, help others 100x their life. And let's 100x our life together. Take care and stay safe. Take care, guys. See you around.